Welcome to the Mindset Zara Podcast. I'm your mindset coach, CJ Lee. And you know what? Change can be a little awkward and uncomfortable at times, but we all experience times of change. So you've got to get good at pivoting wisely. And when done properly, this can be one of the greatest catalysts for taking your life to the next level. Change happens. Sometimes it's something we choose. Sometimes it's something that's outside of our control. But how we respond to change determines our fate much more than the actual change itself. I'm not sure exactly what it is. I think it's a mix of everything that's going on in the world. I've had a few clients coming to me lately saying that they're just feeling a little lost, uncertain about the next steps. It seems to be a little higher than normal. And for a lot of people, times of change can be very uncomfortable, right? It's a feeling of lost uncertainty. What's the next step? And the truth is, this is a very deep topic. It's a very deep concept and it's different for everybody. So there's no way we can cover it all in the few minutes that we have here. Every change requires a slightly different approach, but I'm going to cover four pillars for pivoting that will help provide a sense of framing that you can build on. There are a few of the basic skill sets that affect your ability to have change in power and improve your life versus the opposite. As Albert Einstein said, the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. All right, so tool one for pivoting like a damn NBA player. Take the power back. Transition on your own terms. Pull the fear back. Pull the hurry and just take your own time to come up with something that's exciting and inspiring to you. Charlie Munger, who's Warren Buffett's mentor and a partner at Berkshire Hathaway, came up with the 25 cognitive biases that he calls the psychology of human misjudgment. And bias number 17 is called the stress influence tendency. And what happens is adrenaline in our body tends to produce faster and more extreme reactions. And there are certain circumstances where some stress can improve our performance, but heavy stress often leads to dysfunction. So what happens when people go into a state of change, they feel uncomfortable, they start to feel stressed, and that adrenaline starts pumping through their body. So what happens? You freak the fuck out and you latch on to the very next option available to you. Impulse kicks in, right? You hate being stuck in that awkward state of uncomfortability. You know, we all experience times of change at many points throughout our life. It could be a career transition. It could be the end of a relationship or a turn in your health. Or maybe you're adopting new mental habits. Or maybe you're moving into a new home, changing careers, a breakup, whatever it is. So whether you or someone you know is going through a transitional stage, it's important to use this time instead of letting it use you. Because truth is, change is one of the most ideal opportunities for catalyzing improvement in your life. But if you panic and just try to jump to the next thing right away, guess what's going to happen? You're probably not going to make the best decision. And a big part of that is all the people who start asking you a million questions. Hey, what are you going to do? What about this? You should try that. What about this? You should do this. Have you ever thought about this? And you're like, yo, relax. You got to give yourself the space to come up with wisdom on your own time. Don't rush. There's no hurry. This process could take you minutes. It could take you years. And neither is right or wrong. It's your life. But do not let the pressure of taking the next step determine the speed or direction that you take it. Do not let the cognitive bias, the stress influence tendency, overpower your rational decision making. You got to be patient and confident that you will find out what is true for you and continue to search regardless of how long it takes you to get there. So pillar number two, pivot like a champ. You got to remove comparison. You cannot sit here and compare where you were before to where you are now. And you also can't look at someone else's life and compare where they are to where you are. There's a commonly used phrase that says, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 30. It's all right to see someone's chapter 30 and be like, oh yeah, I want to go there. But then make sure that you go back and look at their chapter one and determine the steps that you need to take from their chapter one. 
And don't compare the future towards what you had in the past. If you had love for something, whether that was a person or a career, you were like, man, I was just so into that. I was so passionate about it. And now you have to make a transition. Don't look at it as like, oh, man, how am I ever going to find something just like that? Or I never will find something just like that. Do not compare to that. The truth is difference is the zest of life. And just like anyone knows who's ever fallen in love with somebody and then moved on to fall in love with someone else in the future, yeah, you don't love them in the same way. You love them in new and unique and different ways, and that's a beautiful thing. So don't look back and say, how am I ever going to love someone the way that I love that person? You won't. You will find something different, but there's no reason to compare the two against each other. That was unique and beautiful in its moment, and what's coming will be unique and beautiful in its moment. It's not about comparing the two. They each have their own unique attributes that the last didn't. And you will experience new versions of love and passion for the things that you have. And so don't hold that comparison against it. Because that's just taking away from your ability to appreciate it fully. Realize that life changes. Everything becomes new at some point. So don't be stuck comparing it to the old. As Socrates says, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Pivoting pillar number three, this kind of relates to number two, you don't have to leave everything behind. So this is especially true for people who change is sort of forced upon them. Recognize that you do not have to leave what that thing was behind. It doesn't have to be a separation within your identity. So a few months ago, I was working with one of my coaches and I had a crazy deep realization. And it's really the driving force for making this podcast in the first place. I had never realized it, but My life has gone through a handful of deep transitions, as all of ours have, and I realized that there were versions of myself from the past, parts of my character at those times, I liked better than parts that I have today. Such as when I was in college, I felt very free-spirited, sort of had this hippie mentality. It was a very idealistic version of reality. And when I was really young, there was this side to my character where I could tap into a sense of humor in a very unique way. And I absolutely loved that about myself. But what I've realized as I've moved into different phases of my life was I sort of had to modify who I was in order to fit my current situations. And what I didn't realize was happening within my sense of identity was that I was struggling against those parts of myself. I was struggling to hold on to them. And what I realized is as I went back and looked at those past versions of myself and I asked him, hey, how do you feel about what I'm doing today? And what I realized was there was sort of this like judgment They were passing judgment onto me. But the truth of the matter was they didn't understand who I needed to become and who I had to be today to be successful in the things that I do. And that actually they could join me, right? Those versions of myself had not seen the future self that I would need to become to take care of myself, to provide for my family, to build a life. They just didn't understand, right? But those parts I do not have to separate myself from. I can still bring those in. They can still be a part. They can participate in who I am today. There doesn't have to be an internal conflict. And so it's about going back to those versions of yourself and saying, hey, man, look, I love you. You were fucking awesome. But times are a little different today. This is what we need to do in order to be successful in our current environment. And I'll just be honest, you didn't get that at that time. So, yes, I would love it if you wanted to come and join me. But don't sit there and judge me. (laughs) You got to come along for the ride. Don't fight against it. Since I had that realization, I feel a thousand times better. And I feel like I'm able to tap into those versions of myself without resistance. So recognize that just because your life changes and you have to sort of modify who you are, you do not need to fight against the past versions of yourself. You can actually bring them with you. They can participate in the journey. But 
You have to talk to those versions of yourself, as crazy as that sounds. You have to go back and talk to those versions of yourself and say, listen, life has changed a little bit, and that's okay. It's beautiful. It's still great over here, too. We're loving it. But don't fight me on what I'm doing. Join me, okay? Be a part of this experience, too. So embrace change and recognize that you do not have to leave all those parts of yourself behind. You can really win in both ways. You can change the parts you want and bring along the parts that you want to keep as well. Pillar number four, pivot like a champ, is to dream big. Important advice here, figure out what you're supposed to do before you figure out how you're going to do it. Don't let the fear of how you're going to create the future limit what you want to do. First, just determine what's the biggest, baddest, coolest thing I could possibly go out and do, and you'll figure out the rest later. So are you going through a change right now? You know, what parts of it are exciting to you? What parts of this change are exciting? What opportunities, what doors are now open that maybe weren't open before? As the author C.S. Lewis said, there are far better things ahead than any we leave behind, end quote. So from this space, you're really only limited by your creativity to dream up the most amazing future you can think of in this area of your life. And you got to ask questions that trigger this level of excited creativity. If it is a breakup, think about the excitement of a potential new relationship. That could fulfill you in ways you have never imagined before. If it's a career change, think about how this can now unlock your ability to do that thing you've always wanted to go do. How this opportunity could open up to all new experiences, meeting completely different people, and unlocking a whole nother level of your life that you never even knew existed. From this space, from these changes, like I said, you are really only limited by your creativity to dream up the most amazing future for yourself. So get excited if you're in a transition or you're heading towards one, get excited. Why? Because odds are, from an excited state, you're probably going to come up with a more exciting answer. But dreaming and coming up with a version of the future is a skill set that we have to work on. But you may be saying, well, how do I figure out what I want? Unfortunately, the truth of our lives, the way that most of modern society is set up, we're not really ever taught how to listen to what our dreams are or figure out what we want. In a lot of instances, we make very few decisions of our own until we leave for college. There's a few here and there, but in general, we never really learn how to listen to the things that we want and follow them. We're conditioned by the school system that says, hey, you got to be in school for this long. Take these classes, sit in this chair, don't say anything unless you're asked to speak, learn this specific information, get these grades. So when you graduate and everybody looks at you and goes, okay, now what do you want to do? What are you going to do with your life? And you're like, wait, what? I'm in my 20s. My whole life, I've basically been told what to do every single day. And now you're expecting me to have a completely blank slate and just say, go out and figure it out. The responsibility is all on me. So what do people do? They grab for the most logical and simple and easiest next step in most cases because they've never learned how to listen to what they want and to go out and find that. So learning to listen to what you want is really a skill set that can be developed upon no matter where you are in your life. And a very good tool to do this, so here's the tool of the day, especially if you're in a time of transition, is to spend five to ten minutes, ideally early in the day, and you just think up what you want to create in this area. If you could have anything in the world, and state it in the present as if you already have it. It doesn't even have to directly relate towards the area of your life that's in the midst of transition, just your life in general. So you say, you know what, I have a million dollars in the bank, if that's what you want. I have an incredible relationship with the person that I love. I live in my dream home. I live in my dream location. Come up with what you want to have very clearly and state it in the present as if it's currently happening. This comes back to being present in the moment. This comes back to the art of being versus becoming. Don't put it out there as a lack of something. Put it out there as something that you have in the moment. That will allow your subconscious mind to build your identity around those things and to feel that sense of contentment, yet at the same time know where your objective is. So just spend a few minutes each day thinking about what you want to create 
stated in the present like you have it right now. So those are our four pillars for pivoting. Number one, remove the fear and the rush. Change on your own terms. Number two, remove comparison. Don't compare to where you were before and don't compare to where somebody else is today. Number three, embrace the opportunity that is change. Remember that you can bring things with you that you want to from past versions of your life, past versions of yourself. And really engage and ask for participation from those past versions of yourself. And number four, dream big. Learn to pay attention to and tap into the things and the life that you want to create. Be present, enjoy the moment, but also if you're in that transition, you're feeling uncomfortable, create that future outcome. Get crystal clear on what it is that you want to think and feel and live. So there's much more here, like I said before, much, much more. Transitions are complicated, but hopefully that provides some context to start forming healthy thoughts around it all. So that's what we're working with today. Bada boom, bada bang. I appreciate you tuning in for today's episode. It would mean the world to me if you want to leave a rating review or share it with somebody that you thought might find value. But as always, I just appreciate you being here. Say if you're interested, heading over to cjleady.com, join the mailing list, stay up to date on the book launch, new podcast episodes, and other mindset motivation. This is the Mindset Art Podcast. Thanks for going to MIA with me today. Thank you.